EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Oh, my wife is going to go mad. I've just looked up at my TV. So in the office, the three TVs on the wall, which I kind of I look at from my desk. A uh, little LG kind of 43s, just, you know, for monitoring the world because I have all the windows shut. Security cameras on one of them so I can see the front door. But, um, and then I've got Chromecast on them all. Oh, that's, it's cool. I can just watch anything I want. It's great. I love it. Welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, I'm on the right-hand side one. I've currently got the MLB app Chromecasting because the Dodgers are about to play, and I do pass a bit of time watching the Dodgers. But on the left-hand screen, every morning I um, I load up the Nine Now app because we don't have um, antennas in here, and I just that's how I watch the Today Show, the Nine Now app. But after about, uh, I'm going to say, eight, nine, ten, nine, ten, three hours, it says, are you still watching? And you've got to say yes. Well, I'm not now because it's bloody advertorials now, so it's I'm done. We're done. But then it goes back to the main menu of Nine Now. And, you know, there's a lot of cool shows on Nine Now you don't know about. 24 is on there. Jack Bauer. Now, 24 is not available on any streaming service. But let me tell you, oh, it's only the first two seasons. But anyway... My wife is going to go nuts because we love that show. We've got it on DVD, but some of the DVDs are so old they skip. So um, I'm going to have to get in touch with the good people at Nine Now and find out whether or not. Um, oh, it says up in the corner, new season every Friday. What? I hope the old seasons don't disappear. That'll make take forever to catch up. It's 24 episodes. Oh, this is going to be awesome. We are watching 24 again, baby. It's actually a really... Uh, I mean, I'm sure Seven's the same, but Channel 9 puts so much content on 9 now. Like, obviously, you can watch The Block and 60 Minutes and Tonight and all those things, but they've got every episode of Desperate Housewives on 9 now. Um, and as it appears, they're going to end up with a whole bunch of 24 as well. So that is very cool. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk technology, cars, everything, whatever you want to talk about. It's all going to be tech this week because I've got a headache, I'll be honest. And... Uh, my motivation is dwindling, so I might have a little little 20-minute nap after this, a little power nap, uh, get me into the afternoon. Good times. But I want to talk Father's Day, because we did Father's Day segment on the Today Show. We didn't cover half of what I wanted to get to, so we'll talk about that. A uh, bunch of calls, of course, to get to. Some very interesting topics this week, too. Everything from Wi-Fi to TV, all the things you've heard before, but an interesting take, as always, and I feel like I'm going to push a lot of uh, subscriptions to KO. Um, I don't want to break it to you, but there's a lot of people asking about that. It's more than I would have thought. Um, so, yes, uh, that's what we're here for, um, here to talk technology and uh, run you through how to help, what it is, and you know how to solve those problems. And hopefully, you listening to other people's problems and my potential solutions, are either going to end with you email me and say, mate, you're an idiot, you should have done this, or you absorbing that knowledge and hopefully passing it on to someone else as well. So that is the plan. That is how we roll here on the EFTM podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. Got a tech question? Any question, in fact, uh, jump on the website EFTM.com. Just click Ask Trev and I'll uh, get you on the show. We'll have a chat. G'day, David. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? So my wife and I have a 2012-year-old 15-inch MacBook Pro. Um, it's getting to the end of its life, um, you know. These and so we're looking at upgrading the computer. We were looking at 
going for a Mac, but uh, we use Windows for work. And yeah. so we wanted, wanted just kind of get the best bang for our buck and something that we use that's kind of interchangeable with our work. Yeah, sure. So what sort of things – so this is for home, right? So you've got your own computers in your workplaces, whatever. This is just for at home, yeah? That's right, yeah, for when we need to work at home. So and forth. have you got one device now or two? Um, sorry, what do you mean by that? Have you got one MacBook that you share and are you looking to get a single or double? What are, you, what are your plans? Well, we were looking at um, buying one MacBook yep. and then we, you know, we thought, well, if, Tara, if my wife is working from home, then I may need to work from home and uh, so we only need two. So yep. if we get one, we may end up getting two of whatever yeah, yeah, we do. totally. So basically what you're saying is you've got a Mac. It was good. Loved it, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, absolutely. You're not, you're not averse to Windows because you use it every day at work. That's um, right. Look, here's the thing. Um, it, it depends in which level we're talking, right? So I had this conversation with my son, I don't know, three months ago. Um, the computer that he had for like year six, which was just kind of for home, but then for year seven and start of year eight, um, was one that, yeah, it was good. It was good value. It worked well. But... It needed replacing, mainly because of battery life. And I said to him, I said, mate, here's the deal. I can get you a cheapo, but I know that you're going to have this kind of thing where, you know, you wish you had a better one. But I will will chip in. I will go to two grand, but it's got to last you to year 12. That was the deal we made. And in Mm -hmm. the end, when we were looking in that price range, um, it really came down to, like, the basic MacBook Pro, a Microsoft Surface, and a a couple other pretty high-end ones. And it, it kind of we led we lent towards the Mac because Christ it's a Mac okay and I do think they're a they're a better overall package, but man there's nothing wrong with a Windows computer um, if you're going to spend two grand get a MacBook, but if you're going to spend less then there's some serious value in in PCs. I guess yeah, the sure. question is what's your budget? It is it like we are thinking kind of this two grand. Mark at the Total? end of the day, um, yeah, probably. Like yep. that's what we would spend on the computer. Yep. Um, I, so, I was looking. So, so yep. that 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 leads us to that simple thing where I say, look. So yeah, you can get the entry level MacBook Pro. That's the cheapest MacBook Pro, right? Um, yeah. And that is a multi year lasting computer. But for two grand, or maybe a touch over, you can get a couple of really quite good. Um, Windows laptops, um, yeah. you know, nine 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 for a Lenovo, and most of these are these flip around, you know, um, convertibles these days anyway. Um, my, you know, I'm assuming you're not doing any major video editing or all those kind of things. No, like for for day to day, it'll sit on the shelf and do nothing. Yeah. But when we need to work from home, then you know that's when we just needed to perform a little bit. So what about this? Um, HP, I'm just on the JB Hi-Fi website because it's the easiest to navigate and use, and this yep. is not reflective of what it's at Officeworks and, H- H- and Harvey Norman and the like, but there's a HP. It's got 256 gig of storage, so that's, that's plenty for, you know, the basic documents and the like. It's got an mm-hmm. Intel Core i5 processor. It's a 15-inch computer, 1099 bucks. Now, yep. honestly, 8 gig of RAM. Um, I don't know what else you're going to need. Like that. That's a pretty good benchmark to say probably don't need to spend more than that and if I spend less, you know, uh, you really just got to look at what you're compromising. Is eight grand enough, right, for, like, you know, to get longevity that eight we've got out of it? Uh, yeah. 
So what I here's what I do. The first thing I ticked on the JB Hi-Fi website was a Core i5 processor because I wanted to yeah. go mid to high range for you. So let's just yeah. tick the 16 gig of RAM option, and the cheapest you're going to get is 1597. And you know what? Yeah. They they're pretty much all gaming computers at that level. Yeah. Okay. Eight gig of RAM. No, it's not as much as 16 or 32. Yeah. But I can't imagine unless you're doing video editing, lots of photo editing, graphic design. You're probably never going to notice, mate. Okay. No, no, that's like this is why I sent you that uh, email because this is what I want needed to I know. I think for the average, Joe, the processor is more important, yeah? I think yeah. That, that having an i5 or i7 processor um, is is important um, and I think the RAM on, on any of those computers, you're probably not going to get RAM less than 8 gig anyway on an i5 or an i7. So... The cheapest i7 you can get is $1,300. Again, it's a HP. Um, and the cheapest i5 is the is the one I mentioned earlier. Uh, there, is a, there is a Lenovo 15-inch uh, uh, i5. It's only got 128 gig of storage, though. So you're kind of starting to – you're starting to get on the low side there. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, like this is – I mean, yeah, it just needs to perform for work and, you know, logging in through VPNs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that's why I, I start at the processor and work my way around. Um, yeah, sure. If you if you do the same exercise I've done at Officeworks, Harvey Norman, all their websites and go, right, what's the cheapest three i5 processor laptops? Because I'm not hearing from you that convertible flip around, you know, two-in-ones is important. Um, you're that's probably not. fine. They've all got a touchscreen if they don't. Honestly, you've never you've not had one, so you're not going to notice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. So yeah, I think just you, you go to your big three retailers and go at our base level. Um, what's our what's our best three options for uh, with an i5 processor? And you might just find something pretty pretty awesome. And also, mate, when you walk into the store and say, "By the way, I want two, yep. then then you then you're playing the game of okay. So let's knock a little off and throw in some uh, throw in uh, you know accessory or something. Um, not that you really need much accessories, but maybe a nice new mouse for each of them would be a good thing because they're pretty much home-based. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Like, yeah, we, I mean, we're going to convert everything over from our Mac and that's okay and we need some maybe some more storage because I had put some in there because iTunes is getting huge. But, you know, I, I do just want a computer that's solid and I get good usage out of it at the end of the Mate, day. Live in the cloud. Move your iTunes to the cloud. I think I pay 35 bucks a year for iTunes Match. Um, okay. which is basically – so what iTunes does is they go, you've got 10,000 songs. They look at the list and they go, oh, yeah, we've got 9,990 of those songs in our library, so we don't need to grab them from you. And for the other 10, they down, they download them, put them in their servers, and oh, okay. you've got cloud access to your to your songs. For, yeah, sure. Uh, off you go. There's like I, – I haven't used local music in – Christ, we, a long time. We, we, we use Spotify. Like, we well, mate, even, even more reason not to not to stress about your uh, No, your it's, uh, it's, all these down, it's all these movies that we've got on the computer that ah, has right. take up too oh, much okay, space. Yeah. Movies do. And you know what? Just get invest, and that's maybe something you drive a hard bargain with a retailer on a really good deal on a, on a, on a fast SSD hard drive so that you've got that's somewhere where you keep your stuff that you currently share. That's 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 what I was thinking. Or the old laptop, the old MacBook becomes a media center because my son still uses my my son who's in kindergarten needs to yeah. use it for school and whatever. And the other and it just the other times it just sits plugged in uh, yeah. and you know back, watch back the stuff that. up back the stuff up and wipe that Mac though so that it's back to back to new in terms of the OS. Yeah, and you're on yep. a winner. Absolutely. Thank you very much for All your right, mate. Cover. Happy shopping. Good luck. 
I'll, I'll keep you informed. It's good on you, buddy. And uh, yep. if you've got a question like Dave, jump on the website, eftm.com. Got a question about tech or anything? Uh, hit me up. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com. G'day, Michael. G'day, Trevor. How are you, mate? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? That's the way. I'm actually just looking for a good, reliable, um, easy-to-use four-terabyte hard drive. And there are Four a few terabytes? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've got a, quite a bit of stuff to get through. So something that's simple to use, but there's quite a few on the market. I don't know what to go for. Are you ca- so... Let's talk about that. Four terabytes a lot of space, mate. What, what are you keeping oh, yeah. on it? Uh, videos, photos, music. And how often are you accessing those things? Quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. So do you keep it connected to your computer pretty much all the time? And um, Yeah, usually just keep it connected to the laptop and I can take it away with me if I go somewhere or whatever. But yeah. at the moment, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Look, I mean, the great thing is that, you know, four terabyte is not, what it used to be, so there's no real major issue getting those. Like, I know that Seagate and Western Digital both have, you know, great, uh, in fact, stylish looking, um, four terabyte, you can get five terabytes for 200 bucks, right? Yeah. Now, to be clear, these are all spinning disc um, USB drives, right? Yes, so I not think so. solid yeah. state. Yeah, yeah, I um, probably don't need solid state. So you're not really. watching, you don't watch movies off the drive kind of thing? Uh, sometimes, but not often. And you don't, but you don't, yeah, so you're not going to stress too much about that. I was only going to say, I mean, my biggest, mate, to be honest, the, the reason I'm in some ways cringing is because it's such a huge risk having all that data on one in one place. So I'd be saving mm. for a second one so that you've got a redundancy. Because a spinning disk hard drive is a mechanical thing um, with potential vulnerabilities, right? So um, I... I have a, a couple of solid state drives, nowhere near the capacity. I've got a you know, 512 gig and, and I've got a, a one terabyte. But I keep on those the things that, you know, that I access most frequently because it's so fast and reliable, but it's also solid state and therefore it's most likely more long-term durable. So just What are one of those worth? Well, you're not going to find a um, – you're not going to find a, a four terabyte. I think – Two terabyte is probably the max you'll get in a uh, in a solid state, and yep. you're paying a completely different price. So, Western mm. Digital, for example, have a two terabyte at three forty nine. So that's oh. you know one hundred and fifty mm. extra. Um, yep. You know, Samsung's. Oh, you have to see them. Go to Officeworks and have a look at these because they are yep. something to behold. Five hundred forty nine dollars yep. for a Samsung. They have these ones that are mate. They're the size of a credit card. It's just, oh my God. it's magnificent to look at. But I guess the thing is, you're not looking for portability. Um, you're not, it's not literally an on-the-go drive. You're just looking for a thing to sit with your computer. So while solid state, I believe, is going to give you more security over the data, if that makes sense, I think mm-hmm. that I think that you're probably better off just buying, uh, you know, a $300, $200 Western Digital or Seagate and saving yep. up for a second one so that you've got a little bit of redundancy there. That's that's my only concern for you, mate, is that redundancy, making sure that if something goes wrong... Um, yeah, there's a spare. There's yeah. a spare, yeah? Um, yeah. It's a bit okay. of admin work. So, mate, honestly, just stick with the big brands. Seagate, Western Digital, Toshiba probably have some, some good models out there. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, um, just get the best price you can. 
got it, but they'll they both do the same sort of job. Obviously. They're all going to do the same sort of job. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Seagate one, Seagate, Seagate, everything called Backup Plus, and all these things. Mm. They have software built into them that allow you to do like backups automatically. I don't yeah, think you're yeah. after any of that. You're just after no, a thing no. that will sit as a as a folder on your on your computer. Basically, that's it. That's Can't it, go yeah. wrong with Seagate and Western Digital, mate. Fantastic, Trev. Thanks for your time, mate. You're a champ. My pleasure. Um, let me know how you go. I will. Cheers. And if you've got a question like Michael, jump on the website, EFTM.com. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Any questions, whatever's on your mind, uh, hit me up on the email. Just go to EFTM.com. G'day, Michael. G'day, Trevor. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, buddy. What are you looking for? Um, potentially two things. I'm looking for a gaming monitor, mm. um, roughly around 34 inches, um, and just from gaming, I know that it needs to kind of be above uh, 100 hertz. That's and spot I'm, on, yeah. One of, one of the challenges with monitors, I think, for people is they buy, a, you know, something that's either big or it's, uh, you know, it's impressive in some way, but it doesn't actually, you know, hit tick that box. Um, so, yeah, yeah. That, that's a problem. What, um, what sort of budget are you looking at? Oh, uh, it's a bit up in the air because I, I, I did start looking at the, the 49-inch monitors for a long time, and I had, you know, I really wanted Big, them, and then wide screen, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then I thought, you know what, it just does, doesn't justify what I need it for. So I, I scaled back, um, and I remember listening to one of your earlier podcasts a couple of weeks ago, where you mentioned when you were doing a setup for a lady that didn't have a budget, but she was running a um, a sort of a, a USB hub and a uh, a monitor and a, a laptop and a monitor, uh, like a big setup. Yeah, and you kind of said something like, "It doesn't matter with." monitors the brand um look, so I, look i don't think look it depends i i always have this challenge and it happens when i review tvs headphones everything people who are audiophiles uh will pick up things that i don't pick up in headphones people who are videophiles will notice things that i don't notice in monitors but i think 99 percent of people um would struggle to see the difference between a similarly specced um asus dell or kogan yep. um yep. Uh, in in general terms, unless here's when you notice it, and this does happen with monitors. If you've got a Dell monitor and you put a Kogan next to it, and you go on dual screen, uh, you'll notice because okay. there'll be color differences. So yeah. one of the things I always say to people about TVs is you buy, you're only ever buying one TV. You're only ever sitting in front of one. When you go to Harvey Norman, there's ten TVs. You can see the difference. Yeah, you can see the difference. You've yeah. only got one in your lounge room. Even if you've got another one in, in the man cave, by the time you've walked in there, you've forgotten how bright the picture is or whatever. I just don't think you notice with a TV as much as you would with a with two monitors on a desk. So okay. with monitors, I think it's important to match them if you're running multiple monitors. But otherwise... Man, yeah, I so mean, the, the setup that I have now uh, are two old 60 hertz. One's a 23-inch and one's a 27-inch, and they're, and they're both different brands. Yep. I'd be looking to get a bigger one to replace both. So if it had the capability, say, of a 34-inch to do, like, a dual monitor display, that would be perfect. But, uh, again, like at 34... I don't know that you'd need dual monitors. See, at 34, okay. you start to get to that point where you just put one window on the left and one window on the right. You know, it is essentially a dual monitor. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, the, the, there's like a, a, a software within the screen um, to, to break up the screens into two. Oh, so it's a seamless thing. But what, but what are you doing? Uh, what, are you, what are your inputs while you're running? Is it one computer powering the two screens? Yes. So you don't need, yes. you don't need software then. You're just running one monitor and you're using 
windows to like you drag all the way to the left uh one, okay. one thing and it, it right. snaps to the left and the right so what i've i okay. don't actually run like that i'm I've, because i used a mac for so long I, I now live in this world where my windows never stretch all the way to the edge but i just did it now i just dragged my excel spreadsheet you know when you're moving it around the screen you drag it all the way yes. to the left and it snaps to 50 percent of the screen and then i grab okay. my web browser and i'm moving it around and i dragged it all the way to the right and it snaps to the other 50% of the screen. And so now I've got one mouse, one keyboard, and essentially two monitors, but it's just one big screen. So that when I open up Flight Simulator, it's one massive wide screen. Here. Yeah. And that's a, that's, a, that's a new game that uses a lot of... Uh a lot of um, like specs and stuff like yeah, that. I've, I've heard. You know, you'll 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 notice if you don't like. I had a mate of mine who's a pilot, Mark Cheerio Mark, uh, had to upgrade his um, uh, his CPU to to run the game because you know it's it's yeah. an impressive thing. So so what sort of budget have you got, mate? What, what are you um, thinking you want to spend? Probably about five or six hundred. So I mean, and you know, let's be very clear. That's that's at the low end because you were talking about you know, the okay. big forty nines and stuff. That's Oh, that's too for a forty nine. Right? It's it's way out of question. Um, I'm probably looking at a thirty four at the moment. Yep. So thirty four. I mean, let's go. I mean, I guess you know JB is is the best example of you know monitors um, mm-hmm. at, at at scale. Lots of them. Um, you know, you get an LG. There's a beautiful LG IPS display um, at six hundred bucks. Exactly six hundred bucks. HP have okay. a, have a genuine gaming monitor. It's only twenty seven though. Um, so I think the LG is probably going to be the cheapest 34, um, yep. and that's got FreeSync. And if you know it's got things like FreeSync, then you know you're getting that gaming response time, which is okay. obviously critical, right? But then jump over to Kogan. Yeah, Kogan, um, that's a website I was looking at. I mean, um, it's actually not that amazing. They've got a, a WQHD 34-inch 144 hertz, 699. Yes, yeah, I think that's one of the ones I was looking at, and and going up to seven's not 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 like it's easy to do. Yeah, just mate, it's it's that's I'm a bit shocked by that though, really, because that LG, um, it's not curved to be clear, but mm-hmm. at thirty four inches, I genuinely don't think you notice the curve. Forty three, forty nine. That's when you start playing with curves, man. Do you think? Um, because I'll be having it at, like at a desk setup. 34 inches is too big because, like, I'm sitting in my bedroom now while I'm on the phone. I've got a 32-inch TV in front of me. Yeah. I just think that playing a game on, on that bigger screen is, is going to be, like, Said too much no in my face. Said no one or? ever. Okay. All right. No, that's good. Good I mean, The thing about it, uh, what sort of games do you play? Uh, I just play one game really called Dota 2, which is like a five-on-five heroes kind of thing. Uh, so, uh, you know, unless you've got, you know, any – inabilities in, in, in terms of, you know, neck movement and stuff. Obviously, there's a little bit of moving your head around because you're looking, but, it's, but it actually adds to the game. It adds to the, I'm going to look over there, look over here. Yep, yep, um, yep. I, you're not looking around that much. 34 is 34 is not enormous. 27, I think, is a comfortable monitor size that that absolutely isn't an issue. But 34 okay. is really adding some, some, I don't know, depth to the picture, right? Now, yep. that 34 from LG is, is 1080. Uh, 10, 250, 250, 2560 by 1080, um, you know, which is, you know, essentially, you know, full HD, except it's wider. So it's, uh, yep. it's a 19, um, it's not 16 by 9, it's probably, what would it be, like 20 by 9 or 21 by 9. But look, oh, personally, oh, I like the idea of the um, the LG 
They make okay. a really good display. Um, although looking at it on, geez, online, it's, um, it's in-store only and it's only 75 hertz and they call it a gaming monitor. It's got free sync. Again, the difference between... Oh, it's only 75 hertz, yeah. is it? The, See, that's, the, yeah, the that's something I won't compromise on. Hertz. I, think the, I think the Kogan is looking like a real winner at 144 hertz um, for 699. Mm, and that's curved as well, isn't it? It is. It has a definite slight curve. Yeah. I, I genuinely think you'll be happy with the Kogan. I really okay. don't think you'll be you'll be kicking yourself too much, um, unless you a mate brings his buddy Dell around and sits side by side, <laughs> and then you then you might notice. Oh, well, that's uh, that's certainly some good food for thought, and that sort of points me in the direction where I've, I was going anyway. So that, yeah. that's right. appreciated. Um, I did have another question. Yep. I'm not sure if you can help me, but I know you've got a lot of like knowledge and contacts in the industry. Um, so I, I live in a big group of apartments and there's a there's a woman that I was helping out who lives on level two. She's got really bad re- uh, phone reception. Right. She's currently paying about $30 on an Optus prepaid plan and she doesn't use her MBN because she thinks it's too expensive. Right. But she basically, when she needs to make a phone call or use the internet, she goes for a drive in her car and sits in a random street, which is stupid. She's got two smart TVs and she's not using them for Netflix or anything. Right. Um, I can't find an MBN plan for her uh, that's below $50 that would give her decent speeds. And I just wondered if you knew of any. Um, look, I uh, I mean, when do you say decent speed? She, she lives alone? She lives alone, yep. Um, she's currently paying, yeah, as I said, $30 a month for the Optus. She'd give that up if she could find a good bundle. Um, but she's willing to spend about $50 a month for the mobile and the NBN. For the mobile and the NBN? Yes, yeah. If there was any bundle deals or anything, yeah, you're only going to get 12 meg speeds on that on any NBN plan yeah. on the mobile. It's, yep. Yep. You know, unfortunately, I think the the NBN is a really kind of a sixty dollar, sixty to seventy dollar starting price for decent speed, essentially. Um, yes, yes. You may find something with, uh, you know, Dodo and those kind of things, but I would be obviously nervous about how that's going to play out for her in in terms of um, support and all those other things. Yep, so yeah, yep. that that would be that would be my concern. Um, the you know bundling with like, Telstra and, and Optus is going to be your best option, but it's mm-hmm. also it's also not the most cost effective way to get NBN. Even if I can find her like a say a prepaid SIM that's like ten dollars a month or something like that, and she just pays it outright for twelve months, she'd be happy with that. Do, and then if we can she, find, does she make many calls or just does she just wants to be available? I think she just wants to be available, yeah. Mate, go um, to, just go and get an Aldi sim. Just go and get an okay. Aldi 365-day sim. Um, okay. It's the best way to, you know, make phone available. And so basically mm-hmm. what you do is you is you kind of say, let's not use the phone for the internet, okay? Let's just stop that. And yep. let's let's use the NBN at home for the internet and let's use the phone just as a phone. So you okay, you lump all your, your, you know, your investment essentially into NBN and you pay bugger all for a phone. Okay, that sounds good. That that works. Um, now, having said that, I know that our requirements are around 30 gig a month at the moment for MBN. On MBN, mate. You, you struggle not to get unlimited on most MBN plans. So 30 won't be yeah, an issue. Yeah, but for that, you'll, you pay over $50, and that's what sure, she doesn't want to do. That's the beautiful thing. You'll end up getting uh, 100 gig for will be your, your kind of minimum spend um, with most, most MBN plans. So that's going to work because – um, that's the value you're looking for, right? The best thing you could probably do is go to my mates at Whistle Out. They do really good comparison stuff. Um, and and you can use kind of this slider situation where you go, right, I've got uh, – I don't want unlimited data. I want, let's just say, 50 gig of data. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, let's just say you're in Melbourne. I'm just going to say broadly postcode 3000 and, and it'll do a search for you. And then you'll find all these NBN plans. So, uh, that's, uh, we're ADSL. It's very com- confusing, but there's a company called Tangerine. Um, yes, I've heard of them. Yep. You know, standard speed. So that means it's the basic, which is 25, but it'll get yeah, 21 20. at night, 50 bucks. Unlimited. Okay. That's unlimited. Um, okay. that's actually the cheapest one that's kind of an MBN plan. So I think you'll probably end up with something for 50 bucks. It looks like there's a lot of plans at 50 bucks yeah. that, that will cover you. And then you can put that extra 10 into some form of, you know, upfront mobile deal. Yep. Yep. All right. I'll look into that. Then. All right, mate. Good luck. All right, Trevor. Thank you for your call. My Appreciate pleasure. it, mate. Thanks for getting in thank touch. You. Cheers. And if you've got a question, happy to help. Uh, Trevor, along with you, just go to EFTM.com. Helping you out with any tech problems you've got. G'day, Darren. G'day, Trevor. Yeah, what can I do for you, mate? Um, I've got some pretty poor Wi-Fi at home mm-hmm. um, on NBN. The Wi-Fi is um, its a small apartment and the Wi-Fi keeps dropping out. I keep getting buffering all the time and at times just no Wi-Fi at all. Yeah, I'm not, in an not apartment. Sure if it's, yes, not sure if it's a modem or the actual Wi-Fi or the actual insect section itself. Well, I guess that's the first thing you got to do is make sure that you're not, you know, spending money on something that's not the actual um, kind of fix it. So, have you got a laptop or a, or a PC, or are you running everything with just tablets and mobiles? What do you got? All of the above. So, mate, what you want to do is you want to you want to get an Ethernet cable. You want to plug into the modem, right? Yep. So that's your best bet of guaranteeing is the internet working. So you plug uh, a computer or a laptop into the modem with a cable and you do a speed test. And then you leave it plugged in and you're on your Wi-Fi, you're on your, your other devices and you feel like there's a problem, you feel like it's sluggish, go over to the PC and try it. And if it's working, then we, we kind of, we know it's the Wi-Fi and that's that's the issue, right? Now, yep. it's very strange in a small apartment for there to be Wi-Fi problems. Um, mm. Obviously, the modem that comes from any telco is basic. It's a really simple thing. It's there to, to pump out Wi-Fi in a essentially a small zone. Um I talk a lot about uh, Nikki Orbi and other mesh systems. They're great, but it's really I – don't, I don't think – I think you're probably wasting money buying a Nikki Orbi on a, in an apartment. Yep. You're, you're better off in fe- investing in a better router overall. Now, I mean, Netgear have a thing called the Nighthawk. Um, uh, there's a – it looks kind of lo- pretty crazy. It's a pretty radical-looking router with three antennas on the back, 300 bucks. Okay, that – mate, that thing should – should cover your whole apartment. I remember having a Netgear Nighthawk, probably a slightly uh, slightly more powerful one. The, there's one for about 450 bucks that covered my whole house. Now, oh. at the other end of the house, and I've got like a two-story home, but at the other end of the house, it slowed down because with a standard Wi-Fi network, the further you get away, the slower the network will run, which is why an Orbi or a Google Wi-Fi and those things are a better solution because they provide a, a mesh dome of Wi-Fi, as I call it, over your home. But in a small apartment, mate, I think it would be it would be strange if you needed mesh as opposed to just getting a better router. Okay. So no what I think you should look for yep. look for a router with big ugly antennas. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna mean it's pumping out like it's it's got some serious antenna. Antennas mean it, it's it's actually got multiple networks and it's it's trying to to provide better coverage. If they're jamming all the antennas inside the box, then it's not going to be as good a single device unit. Okay. All right, mate. Good luck. Happy shopping. 
Brilliant. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Appreciate mate. it. Uh, whatever your, your question, your problem, get in touch. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com. So Father's Day, right? Now, this came about, uh, obviously, every year. Well, a bit behind the curtain talk here for a minute. We get a lot of emails in the world of technology commentary journalism. Most of them at this time of year say, are you putting together a Father's Day gift guide? Uh, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm, it's just not what I do. But I might publish one on EFTM just on these few things that I've found. But I did have to, I did a pitch to the Today Show that uh, we talk about some of the hourly special buys because they were pretty epic. And so we did that this morning. But there's a whole stuff, whole bunch of stuff we didn't get to. So, and these, this is not exhaustive. This is just things that I thought of or that I found at a couple of retailers. So let me start with sports watches. Big W have sports watches for like 120 bucks. Um, I think there is a smartwatch for 40 bucks at Aldi. They have a Garmin. Big W has a Garmin for 300 bucks. Like a Garmin for 300, that's a hundred dollars off. That's an excellent price. And I actually think, look. Dad's not going to be unhappy with a forty dollars sport smartwatch, but if he's someone that has the like, if he's got a Samsung Galaxy S twenty, he's probably not going to want a thirty dollars sports watch. But if he doesn't really care too much for his technology, he just wants the benefits of it. Boom, forty dollars sports watch. There is a bunch of grooming as well. Big W has a Remington five in one multi grooming kit, forty bucks. Aldi has a grooming kit this um, this coming. I think it might be tomorrow actually. Um, that's twenty bucks. Um, Big W also have a gaming PC bundle. So there's a bunch of, uh, like a keyboard, that kind of stuff for 60 bucks. Excuse me. Very cool. Now, um, Aldi tomorrow. So it's, I'm recording on a Tuesday. If you're listening after that, you've probably, it's probably sold out. So if you're listening on Wednesday lunchtime, probably sold out, but worth checking. Aldi have a turntable with speakers. So it's a record player for a hundred bucks. Now it's not just a record player. It's a, it's a record player with speakers. And that matters because it means you don't need to plug it into something else. You don't need a hi-fi system. You don't need anything else. You, you just, Out of the box, this thing just plugs into the wall and you're done. You're rolling your old vinyls. Now, here's why I love vinyl. If you've got a collection, get it out, especially if you've got kids because it is funny to watch them. Now, we've, we've got my father-in-law um, gave us his jukebox. So we've got vinyls in a jukebox and that means my kids can just press a song and it comes up. Now they don't have they don't get to choose the songs. They're all there's only two hundred there to choose from. But if you've got a vinyl collection, you put an album on and you press you, you know, you put the needle on, off it goes. And your kids are like, Can we skip this song? Yeah, well, okay, yeah, if you lift the needle up and put it on the next track, there's no shuffle with vinyl. And when the single ends when it's a forty five, song's over. Someone's got to get off their ass and put another song on. I love that. And I love discovering the B-side sometimes as well. My favourite B-side of all time, Cliff Richard and the Young Ones, Living Doll. Great song, fun. I think it was done for charity. Um, you know, it, it's a bunch of fun. On the flip side of that is this crazy manic Young Ones thing that you've just got to hear. Anyway, so that's really cool. So that's 100 bucks at Big W. Uh, for the turntable. Now, there are a couple of TVs tomorrow, 449 for a 50-inch TV. I'm looking at it now. Um, it's not a Android TV, it's, but it's got Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube. Um, put a bloody Apple TV on it, and you got yourself everything you ever need. There's a 24-inch TV with a DVD player built in for 179 bucks. Now, put that in the office, the man cave, done deal. Happy dad. Now, accessory-wise, and this, was a, this is a, a sub-$25 set of recommendations here for Father's Day. 
Aldi tomorrow have a $20 power cube. Now, it's like a power board, but it's got, I think, three sides of it are um, plugs so for your power points, and then there's two USB ports as well. So that's a, that's a cool thing, again, for the, for the shed, for the office, for the man cave, whatever. Belkin Power Banks. 25 bucks upwards you can get power banks for. And there's some excellent deals right now on Belkin Power Banks. That story's up at EFTM.com, like 30% off. The other one that I would check out at JB Hi-Fi is a tile tracker. You know, about 70 bucks will get you a little pack, but you can get them essentially from 25 bucks. But if dad loses his keys, his wallet, whatever, get him a tile tracker. This is a very cool bit of technology that I still think not a lot of people have. Get him a tile tracker. It's excellent. Um, Big W suggested the, the George Foreman grills. They're fifty nine bucks. They're excellent. I suggested the Works Chawsaw. This was a, the, the chainsaw I did a review on at, uh, at YouTube. I don't think I've put that up at FTM yet. One hundred ninety nine bucks for a chainsaw, battery powered, but it's safe. Okay, so it actually kind of comes out of a jaw. You need to see it to understand it. Anaconda have a fifty dollar fishing tool bucket. Non-tech related, but a very cool thing because it's got everything you need. Like if I was to go fishing and I only had a fishing rod, what if I catch something? So this thing's got a scaler, it's got knives, it's got scales, it's got everything. Really cool. 50 bucks at Anaconda and then Big W, this is the piece de resistance, Big W, have a wired dartboard for 70 bucks. Now that, that's Father's Day. A bloody dartboard, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to ask Big W if I can keep that. I should put it up here in the office. What do you reckon? The dartboard. People's faces on it. Just, you know. No, I'm not like that anymore. Don't care. Don't don't hold grudges anymore. I'm done with that. That part of my life is over. We've all moved on. Anyway, I will try and publish that list at EFTM.com. But see, you're smart. You've got a podcast. You can just go back and listen again if you wanted to find something that I mentioned. It's that easy, isn't it? Why isn't everyone listening to podcasts? Thank you for listening. If you've got a tech question, uh, jump on the website, eftm.com, and uh, send me an email. Uh, g'day, Dave's on the line. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? Um, just a bit of info of the best way to go. I've got my main router in my house, yep. and then I've got a granny flat at the back corner of the block. Yep. And I've tried uh, the Dow cheapo sort of range extenders and what have you, but they don't seem to bloody work. So, yep. Just thinking the best way to go, the, the, the sort of a good sort of budget type mesh sort of system. Love but the I've word also, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I've also, as well, got a, a, a socket on my wall where my main router is that runs a, a, a line an Ethernet line all the way out to the granny flat as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. so you've got an Ethernet uh, port out there. So what do you need? Do you actually need Wi-Fi in the granny flat or do you just need some other things, connectivity? Well, some connectivity because the, the Wi-Fi that I've got in here does reach reach there and what have you, but every now and again it sort of lags a bit and buffers yeah. and what have you. So and it's driving her up the wall. So <laughs> Look, um, what you need is what we call – uh, an access point, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, there's a couple – I mean, it, it's nerdy and it's not mainstream, so that's going to be your challenge is – I think just research is, is probably what you want to do. There's two things I want you to research. Yeah. A- access yeah. points and yeah. and what we call um, 
mesh um, via Ethernet backhaul. Now, backhaul just means that that's the way the internet comes back into into the device. So with a traditional mesh network, could be Google, um, Netgear, Orbi, whatever, you have one box sitting next to your modem and you have another one at the other side of the house, and yep. they communicate via their own wireless network as well as your devices. Um, yep. There are, I don't know, I've never tried it with one of the big brands, but there's a there's a brand called Amplify. Um they they specifically have a, a, um, what we call an Ethernet backbone. So what what happens is in the in the access point you, you plug in the the cable at the other end and you enable it um, as an Ethernet backhaul as opposed to wireless. Um, yep, that's pretty cool. Uh, but again, it's just a tiny tiny bit nerdy. So you're gonna need to do a bit of work on that and a bit, bit of uh, yeah, you know, a bit, bit of research. The other one is yeah. just to look for an access point. Now, an access point, um, it, it plugs into your um, Wi-Fi. Sorry, it plugs into that Ethernet port. Um, yeah. and they're great. But again, you're just gonna have a bit of fun with configuration. That's gonna be your only challenge. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't talking budget, I would say to you, mate, Netgear Orbi. You plug it yep. in, plus there's an outdoor module you can get. You could put that on the outside of the house. Trust me, the granny flat would be covered. No no doubt in my mind. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, you're going to have to spend some money for that. You're going to have to spend probably 400 on on the base system and then a few hundred yeah. on, the, on the outdoor unit. Whereas yeah. if, if you spend a little bit of time looking for a mesh system that has Ethernet yeah. backhaul, um, it's Black probably cool, yeah. Ethernet backhaul. Yeah, I, unfortunately, yeah. I can't give you a specific recommendation because I've never done it. But um, yeah. maybe there's someone listening who has um, and can recommend a, a model or a, or a brand. Um, yeah. I wonder. I'm just going to try. Ubiquity is another brand that uh, that I've heard a lot about. Um, Ethernet backhaul because there's a difference between yeah. having Ethernet ports. On yep. on the on the mesh system, um, to having Ethernet as backhaul, which is what you want. Um, yeah. So a little bit of research. I mean, I'm just literally googling while we talk, and yeah, it does appear that you know uh, Ubiquity might do the same thing as well. So yeah, I think with a little bit of research, as opposed to just buying the the standard bog standard you know uh, mesh system. So, yeah, I I think you might end up with a couple of systems as options, and you might um, might have exactly what you need. A little bit of research that I'm doing here is showing me there's some definite potential for you. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, actually, I, I have sort of just started just now, sort of trying to do a bit of research and what have you. And I'm, and one of the ones that come up that seems to be sort of pretty good and might do the job is the TP Link one. Sure. Uh, t- look, and here's the other thing. Let me let me let me give you this as a random, crazy secondary idea. Um, yep. This might actually be your cheapest uh, way forward. Is yep. just buy a cheap dual band Wi-Fi router, right? So for under a hundred yep. bucks, you can get a Netgear router. And yep. what you do is you set up a second network out there. So oh, right, every, yeah. everything we've talked about thus far is about, like, let's yeah. say your home network is called My Home. Everything we've yeah. talked about thus far is, is extending the My Home network so the My Home network works out, outside. But yeah. in reality, it's a granny flat, right? Set it up as yep. a separate network. So that Ethernet cable plugs into the back of the, the router, into the, yeah. the, the, the WAN port, and then it yeah. plugs into your modem, and it just creates a second network out there, which is called granny flat. 
Now, oh, the, right, only, yeah. the only issue with that <clears throat> is that the Granny Flat Network won't be able to see the printer on the My Home Network or share files yeah. across those networks. But I don't think you want that. I think you nah, just want internet. Nah. Yeah, she just wants, yeah, just for bloody streaming, you know, Netflix and what have you and everything. And, yeah. Mate, I think that's, I think we've been talking around in circles for nothing here. I think, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just realised because we always talk so much about, you know, having bigger Wi-Fi networks, extending the network, yada, 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 yada. Mate, yep. just buy, I reckon, that cheap, I'm just looking at the JV Hi-Fi website, a cheap yep. dual band Wi-Fi router. It's not going to cover yep. more than a room. Like, it'll be... Rubbish coverage, but yep. it's one room, the granny flat, isn't it? <laughs> well, one room and a, and a bedroom, yeah. Yeah, but, I'm yeah, not, but she... yeah, it's put it in the middle. You know, it's not rocket science. It's, yeah. it's easy. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what you do. Just buy an $89 dual band Wi-Fi router, plug it into the Ethernet. You'll need two cables. So you'll need yeah. one that goes from the wall of the granny flat into the router, one that goes from yep. the wall of the of the house into the modem. Yep. And then, hey, presto, you've got yourself a second Wi-Fi network. And easy enough to sort of set up, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, mate, it's, yeah. A, it's a breeze. No probs. Uh, it'll come, right, it'll actually happen out of the that's box. Good. On the bottom of the router will be the Wi-Fi network name and password. Um, you yeah. won't need to do any app setup or anything. You just plug it in, and a little light oh, will come right, on yeah. telling you it's uh, it's on the internet. Ah, oh, no probs. Oh, we've saved you heaps of cash, mate. Yeah, bloody oath, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I've saved good you researching you. something you don't fully understand. <laughs> Ethernet backwards. Yeah. Neither do I, yeah. frankly, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Trevor. All right, Excellent. champ. No worries. I'll Enjoy. Good luck. Happy good shopping. Cheers. Let me know All how right. it goes too, mate. I'd be curious. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for good the night. call, mate. No Appreciate worries. it. And uh, if you've got a question, uh, it might take me six minutes to get to the bloody answer, but I got there. <laughs> get in touch. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Got a question about tech? I'm happy to try and help you out as best I can. G'day, David. Good morning. How are you going? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? A um, couple of things. I'm I'm moving into a new place, so I've decided I'm going to buy a 65 inch TV for the new for the new lounge room. Sweet. Um, I'm looking at a couple of models, but I'm not really not sure which one to go for because I'm a, I'm a gamer. Yep. So obviously, want to get the best quality for that, especially with the new consoles coming out in a couple of months. Sure, totally. Have you got a budget and in mind for the TV? I'm trying to keep it around between fifteen hundred to two thousand. Okay. Uh, there's there were three models I was looking at. Yep. Um, one was a Sony, one was a Samsung, one was an LG. Yep. Um, they they were the one I went um, down and looked at a couple of places, and they were the ones I got recommended. Yep. But not knowing enough about TVs, I sort of wasn't too sure which one to go for. Yeah, you know, look in now, that in that price bracket, they are you know much of, much of a muchness together. Those three brands, you're not gonna. I mean, the the Sony is probably an Android TV, which is uh, I think advantageous. It's very good. It gives you access to all the apps you might want. LG at that price, I don't think they have the the gaming sync that they do have available at the higher level, but. They do have very good upscaling, and that's going to be, you know, a, a good outcome for gaming. But mate, in all honesty, you've named three good brands. I don't think you're going to have a problem with that. All right, no problems. The, the other thing I'm looking at is because uh, my Wi-Fi is going to be behind a firewall. I'm going to have to put in a separate Wi-Fi from what's on my router. And I was looking at getting a mesh network. Yep. Um, I was looking at the D-Link one, the AC twelve hundred. Uh-huh. Because uh, that seemed to be sort of a balance price-wise. Yep. 
because I've said it was between, well, I think it was about 270 and about 300, yep. depending, depending on where I got it from or what. But the thing is, I don't know much about those. It's been a while since I've looked at that stuff. Yeah, so look, the, the D-Link cover system um, is excellent. You pay three ninety nine for three three-block system. Yeah. The cheap ones, the small ones that look like little cubes, yeah, they're what they're a dual band system. Um, whereas the tall ones, which are more expensive, are a tri band system, which gives you better backhaul. Which really matters most if you've got a lot happening on your network, as in lots of people, lots of devices. Well, it's going to be phone devices, tablets, the TV in the bedroom is going to be on the Wi Fi. Yeah, but how many people um, live there? It's just just it's just for myself. So, mate, you're not going to be punishing all of those devices at the same time. No. That's what matters. So I think I think you're probably okay with the D-Link uh, cover system. Um, Netgear have a thing. Uh, I'm just trying to find out how much it is, though, um, which is their Nighthawk. Uh, it's not bloody bad, mate. Oh, it's it's a four forty nine. It's not that much more expensive. It's only a two pack. I don't think you need, even though you you don't need one in every room, mate. That's that's kind of not how well, it works. You just need, you know, one kind of centrally placed. Well, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't too sure because the router itself is going to be in the lounge room right next to where the MBN connection is going to be. Yeah. And then, as I said, the, there's going to be a firewall appliance between it and my rest of my devices. Yep. So the, the, wife, the, the actual mesh network is going to be behind the firewall. Yep. Mate, um, honestly, I I would start off with something simple. The the Nikki Nighthawk uh, mesh system. You know why I recommend that is because it has some gaming capabilities built in. It's a bit more uh, techy. You can you can get in the back end and muck around with things like quality of service guarantees to different devices and stuff. So there's some real benefits to that network. So I would I would try um, and push yourself towards the Nikki Nighthawk mesh system. Um, but mate, failing that, the D Link will cover you off beautifully. All right. And the one last question I have is, do I need a soundbar oh, for, for the new yes. TV? Yes. Unless you're buying a TV that has a built-in sound capabilities. I, I look, I've got a Hisense that has a sound kind of speakers at the bottom, but I still am blown away by my soundbar. So if you're watching TV a lot, especially gaming, mate, yes, get a soundbar without question. How much should I spend on it? Because, I mean, you, you can go overboard, so I don't want to do that. How long's a piece of string, right? So the problem is, my my go-to statement is honestly uh, a two hundred and seventy dollar JBL or LG or TCL soundbar, which is a you know kind of a two-channel, might come with a subwoofer, might not, will absolutely yeah. change your viewing experience. Like it's brilliant, they're excellent, but the the sweet spot for soundbars is kind of a, a bigger leap. It's you know in the in the eight nine 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 range, because then you start to get you know five point one virtual. There's some serious oomph you get with a uh, with with a bigger budget. So, it really depends on how much you can afford and when. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna need it on day one. So if you maybe you save up for a better system, but also when you're gaming, you're probably better off just getting good gaming headphones. A good set of gaming headphones will give you a more immersive experience than a soundbar anyway. So maybe go cheap on the soundbar and invest in the in the gaming headphones. All right. All right, champ. Good luck. All right. Well, that means I can start getting things organized on that front because I've ordered everything for the new place, barring the TV and the sound bar. So. Beautiful. Well, get shopping, my friend. Get shopping. 
All right. Thank you very much. Good on you, mate. And uh, if you've got a question uh, like David did, just jump on the blower and go to the website, EFTM.com. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Any questions, uh, go to the website, EFTM.com, anytime. G'day, Brad. G'day, Trevor. How are you this morning? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? Mate, I've got an old worn-out uh, projector, uh, which is I want to replace, and I with technology that I'm learning about, I'd like to maybe get a 70 or a 75-inch TV. Yes. How good is it? Um, yeah. It, it, how big is the projector screen, by the way, at the moment? Like, what, what are you going up or down in size, you reckon? I'm going down in size. It's somewhere around 110, but it's only a, a relatively small room, I think, Trevor. Yes. Look, in the end, the the brightness, uh, the way the picture will pop uh, will blow your mind compared to a projector. I mean, I love projectors, but I've got one in my man cave, but... It's nothing like watching it on a big TV. Simple as that. What's your budget, mate? Uh, I would like to spend sort of around two grand if possible. Yep. No more. You mean, you know, you're not desperate to, but. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing them coming down in price all the time and new brands appearing all the time, Trevor. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. Look, um, you know, two grand, um, you could walk out of JB Hi-Fi with a 2020 model Samsung 75-inch TV. You could walk out. You could walk out with a 2020 model Hisense, 75 inch TV. So, you know, either of those two are going to blow your mind. Literally, I mean, it's just it's it's they're stunning. They're both great TVs. Um, I'm trying to think why I could recommend one over other. What sort of things do you watch? What sort of do you uh, are you subscribed to many streaming services? Those kind of things. No, nothing at all. I work too much, mate. I really love my motorsport. Um, so what have you got, Foxtel? No, no, I haven't got anything, mate. I'm just free, free to wear at the moment, Trevor. My God, we've got to get you a KO subscription if you love your motorsport. Yeah. Bloody hell, on, on free to wear, what do you even get to watch? Like two races a year? Yeah, something like that. The highlights of, of the supercars and the MotoGP. Let me just say this. I'm worried for your uh, your either your sleep habits or your work ethic after I tell you to get KO because, oh, honestly, it's so good. Every single thing, IndyCar, e, Formula E, Formula One, MotoGP, Superbikes, it's all there. Um, and here's the great thing about KO. Here, here's how I'll sell you KO because it's 25 bucks a month, right? But right. they have a thing called KO Minis. Now, this is when you either didn't have time to watch the, the full game or you missed the full game or, or race, whatever it is. So Indy 500 the other morning. I got up 4 o'clock, came to work, watched the Indy 500. Fantastic. My son woke up, texted me and said, um, you know, good morning. I said, mate, Indy 500, it's cracker. You, you should watch it. He goes, is there a KO Mini? And I said, there will be. And so what it is, it's like 10 or 15 minutes. It's all the highlights condensed. Boom. Straight there. So you get home from work. While you watch, while you're eating dinner, let alone after dinner, you can watch the highlights of the Formula One, highlights of the MotoGP, and it's done. You don't have to watch the whole race. So, in on this vein, and on this vein only, I'm recommending you go to JB Hi-Fi and you buy the 2020 um, 75 inch Samsung TV, which is two grand, and grab a KO Sports voucher at the same time because the Samsung TV, you can get the KO app. So you don't, I don't need to tell you how to Chromecast or any of these other things. So I'm currently testing a Hisense TV here in the office, excuse me, and it doesn't have KO, which means I have to hook up a couple other boxes to be able to get the sports. 
Whereas the Samsung TV I normally use here in the office has the KO app on it. I can use the normal Samsung remote. I can just click on KO and it knows you. Here's the other thing about KO. When you sign up, it says, what do you like? And I, you go motorsport. And you don't click AFL, you don't click NRL. So when you open KO, it will it will show you motorsport. You can find the AFL if you want, but it's always going to push you the thing you love most. So, mate, a, a brand new TV, two grand, good brand. That's going to last you a long time. It's going to be great picture, big screen. Throw Put in KO on top of that, and uh, you've got yourself a winner, my friend. I've written all that down, Trevor. Co- one quick question, Kogan, any good? No, they're great, but uh, that also won't have K- – oh, K- Kogan. Let me just look. Kogan.com. Kogan might have um, an Android TV. So let's uh, let's just check here. I'll sort by price because that's going to be a high price, Kogan. I can, no, I can get one of them for the right price. So Kogan 75-inch Android TV. So yep. it's, it's the same size. It's the same Not- price. 9210 or something, is it? Is that the one? Um, this one is the, yes, the 9210. Yep, yep. Oh, I mean, mate, here's my thing. It's a great TV, but when faced with a Kogan 75-inch TV and a Samsung 2020 model 75-inch TV, I'd take the Samsung every day of the week. Yeah, okay, okay. Yep. Unless there's a reason... Like yeah, the Kogan, the Kogan, I can get with reward points. Oh, okay, mate. Well, that's basically free then. That's exactly. a very different thing. No, that's mate. That's that's not the same. That's not the same value proposition. Um, make sure triple check that it will actually deliver to your suburb. Um, yes. Because Kogan don't deliver everything into all suburbs of especially Perth. Okay. Oh, lovely. Yep. So yep. make sure you double check that first, my friend. Okay. And Ko Ko. Yes, this, so this is what we call an Android TV. So you can basically download and install pretty much any app. Stan, Netflix, Disney, they're all they're all downloadable. So you'll need to download it, but it's there. Done deal, easy done. So the Android scared me only because you hear nah. about it on phones no and I've got iPhone. Yeah, okay. It just means it's a, it's a great app TV. Yep, and, and, and the quality there is there as well, eh, Trev? It, well, put it this way. That 75-inch TV from Kogan will still look 10 times better than your projector ever did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I really was, yep. Get those reward points burning, mate. That's great. <laughs> mate, you're a legend. It's been great talking to you. Good on you, mate. Anytime. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Too. And if you've got a question, uh, buried the lead there, didn't he? Bloody reward points. Getting a free TV. Happy days. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I've got nothing against Kogan TV, but... When faced with parting with you know money on my uh, credit debit card of two grand for a Kogan, if there's a Samsung alternative, yeah, at the exact same price, I'd always buy the Samsung. But if faced with reward points, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd take whatever the reward points offer. So uh, Brad's got himself a, a nice little viewing. Imagine, imagine loving sports so much and not knowing about Ko. Just I'm struggling to struggling to deal with that. But it just shows, right? Isn't it interesting? You know, I guess I'm in a bubble. Um, I've kind of always had a Foxtel subscription or something like it. I get, I've, I've signed up to all the bloody streaming services. There's a huge number of people who have not, and therefore do rely on free-to-air TV. Imagine being a sports fan and relying on free-to-air TV these days. It's a completely different world to what it was. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Anyway, uh, there you go. 
Um, happy shopping, Brad. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Any questions you've got, just jump on the website, EFTM.com. G'day, Irene. Good morning, Trevor. What can I do for you? Um, I just wondered if you knew anything about um, th- these things called um, TV Fix or Fire Stick or something like that. There's a couple of them on the market. Yeah. And they are available, um, but uh, you're supposed to be able to plug them. There's just a USB stick that you plug into your TV, uh-huh. and you're you're able to watch any program you want. So, what programs are you wanting to watch? Well, <laughs> I mean, I've I've only got Netflix at the moment, so yep. you know that, so, that that's and w- fine. Where do you watch that? That's on your TV already. Yes. Okay. Yes. And are you thinking about getting like Stan or Disney or other things? Well, I just thought it would be nice to have the option. Um, I, I, but I, I know my sister in the UK has got one of these and she just swears by it. She said yeah. it's brilliant. So, um, the- But it doesn't sound very legal to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anything you watch on these things has to be provided legally. So there's no issue there. But... In Australia, the Fire Stick is nowhere near as popular as, say, Google Chromecast. So Google Chromecast is a very similar thing. It's a little dongle. It plugs into the HDMI port of your TV, and it essentially connects to the internet. So I've got a TV in front of me right now, and it's just showing a a screensaver. It's just a beautiful picture that someone's taken. That's my Google Chromecast. On my computer or my phone, I can open up, so it's, it's uh, well, don't give away the, the price here, but it's it's 11 o'clock as we speak, as we're recording. I can open up on my phone the Major League Baseball app. I'm a massive baseball fan. My kids and my family, we love baseball. So what mm-hmm. I can do is I can open the app, and I now I subscribe, I pay money to the Major League Baseball people um, for access to this app. But when I open up the app, there's because I'm on the same Wi-Fi network as that television, that little Chromecast stick, there's an icon on my phone on the on the MLB app that says Chromecast, and when I tap it, it it sends uh, what I'm looking at on my phone up to that TV, so I can watch the baseball today on my TV, having simply opened it up on my smartphone. Now I could do the same with opening up Netflix, with opening up Stan, Disney Plus, uh, pretty much every free to air TV app. There's so many apps that that have Chromecast capabilities that you won't miss a bloody thing. So as long as you've got a smartphone or a tablet, anything you can sign up to, anything you can subscribe to, um, you can get via Chromecast. Now, it's also possible that your sister, was it, that that has one of these? Yes, yes. There's other devices, and Firestick may be one. I've never tested it, that allow you to actually physically install apps. Now, those ones, there may be some... Uh, shall we say, underworld secondary uh, apps that do allow you to access some interesting content. Right. <laughs> um, if those exist, you'd be doing it illegally. Right. Now, I don't, you know, I'm not going to judge anyone, but personally, I want to pay for everything I'm watching because someone's someone's job to create the content. So if it's not available on Netflix, Stan, Disney Plus, Binge, then the, you know, there's another reason it's not available. <laughs> there's enough services out there you can find all these things. So personally, I would recommend the Google Chromecast, but you can, let's just quickly check on the Amazon website, amazon.com.au, do they sell mm-hmm. the Fire Stick directly? Yes, they do. Right. 
I can have that delivered by Thursday, it says. So $69 um, gets you the Amazon Fire Stick, um, yeah, which is a a really simple thing if you want to buy one. They're available at Amazon.com. Yeah, they're available in the uh, one of the tech shops here as well. One of the big yellow shops. I okay. don't know if I should. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, grab one yeah, at JB. That, that same price, I think, too. Yeah, look, yeah, $69. I mean, it, I haven't <laughs> used one, so I can't tell you how good or easy it is to set up. That's the only thing no. I can't tell you. But they are Amazon is a hugely reputable company. They make these things and have done for many years. They, they were huge in America, the Amazon Fire Sticks, um, which is why Google created the Chromecast. So I, I can't not recommend it to you. I just can't help you get it going or anything like that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah, enjoy it. Get yourself a, a Fire Stick. Oh, well, I probably won't. I just need go to on. have your advice. <laughs> go on. Go out on a limit. $69. You think you should? Yeah, bloody uh, well, it's... Another reason I was asking as well, uh, my son's in, in the process of buying a new TV and he, he, he was asking, he hasn't got a smart TV at the moment, but he was asking me, did mine have apps on? Mm. And, and I said it did and he, because he's a big sports fan and he likes all the motor racing and motorbike racing. And he, um, when I looked at my apps, I think I just had a sport one, but I don't know whether it's included all that. KO, so is it? I, uh, pardon? Does yours have KO? Um, I don't know. What sort of really? TV is it? What brand? It's a Hisense. No, it doesn't have KO then. But um, no. what what your son wants is I'll tell you what your son wants. He just needs a Google Chromecast, fifty nine dollars yeah. at JB Hi-Fi, and a mm-hmm. KO subscription. So get him a KO subscription for his birthday or something. Twenty five oh, bucks. Twenty five bucks a month gets you access to every single live sport that's available on Fox Sports. Right. K, uh, what, what did you say? K-A-Y-O. K-A-Y-O. That's it. Oh, that's brilliant. All right. Thank you so much. Good stuff. No worries. Thanks, thanks for getting in touch. Thank you. Happy to help. And if you've got a question like Irene, I'm just selling KO subscriptions here. Just go to the website, EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. All right, thank you for your company. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Do please leave a rating, leave a review. It helps other people discover the quality content that you've already discovered. And why are you keeping it to yourself? I mean, what's the benefit in that? Hey, there's none. Um, A couple of recent reviews, uh, 10th of August. Thank you. Uh, Slade 12, uh, good advice. Live, love it, love it. Hi, Trev. This is what you do well. I'm glad you recommend Aussie and Fetch because those two things save people money. On your advice, I changed these two things and never look back. People are paying too much and need choice. Thank you for such a great podcast. Keep up the live advice. Thank you very much. Uh, another great podcast from Trevor Long. Very entertaining podcast. Good mix of topics covered. Not all the one subject every time. Trevor's style is relaxed and informative. Thank you. Good on you, TJ. Uh, very nice of you. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a rating. Leave a review. If you haven't in a while, maybe you can do it again. Check that out. Uh, we're back here next week. Um, follow me on socials, uh, Instagram, Trevor Long AU, Twitter, Trevor Long, Facebook, just look up Trevor Long. Um, on Wednesday night, I'm going to a hotel. I haven't stayed in a hotel since bloody San Francisco in February. It's a real treat. Can't wait. So Audi are launching something very, very special, and it requires a very, very special stay. So that's my Wednesday night and Thursday. I'll keep you informed on all of that. 
on the socials. And you'll read about it at the end of the week at EFTM.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Let's do it all again sometime, eh? EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM.